Since my friends, it's been a while since we've been able to be together, technical difficulties and just the ways of the world, but I'm glad to be teaching again. I want to talk a little bit today about the mind of magic. So we're coming into this place of Rosh Hashanah, and we are partial today as Kisese, and the, the whole heart of Rosh Hashanah from my point of view really, and really all of the Torah, is to help us come to, again to cultivate a place of a mind of magic. So to give an example <clears throat> from kind of the other direction, uh, last week my family and I we were in a place called Best Buy, it has a lot of electronics, and one whole wall is covered with huge television screens or computer screens, I don't know which, but some sort of large screens with, uh, with motion pictures on them. And my small son, the three-year-old, uh, got mesmerized by this entire bank of some trashy program that was playing. And I called him away, and I said, no, no, don't, uh, don't watch that, it's Trafe. <clears throat> so he pauses for a minute, and he looks at me and says, Abba, I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> but of course he was eating it, right? He was eating it through his eyes, eating it into his, into his heart, into his mind, by seeing these things. A lot of spiritual practice comes down to what we permit ourselves to eat, what we are feeding ourselves, what comes into us and we, uh, and we digest it, what we permit ourselves to see and how we see it. <clears throat> this has everything to do with the mind of magic. All of the Torah is really concerned about a place of aliveness. How can we be more alive? And one of the places that we see life and aliveness most clearly is in children. But why? Partly because they see everything new, but the heart of newness is mystery. For a thing to be new, it must have within it an aspect of mystery. And that is what children and animals experience again and again and again. The place of mystery. The place of newness. In whatever it is they're doing, even if they've done it a hundred times, a thousand times. You've heard me give the example of, uh, of a puppy or a dog who's going for a walk with its master. And every time, you know, they are enthusiastic to go, even though the person might be, okay, I've done this walk too many times. A child is very much the same way. They'll play the same game or go up and down the stairs or play with a piece of cardboard. Great newness every time because it has mystery. There's an aspect of mystery in it. We call, we use the shofar to wake up, but to wake up to what? To wake up to not just a tshuva of deeds, meaning what are we doing? I'm eating more kosher, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Ah, that's very cute, that's very nice. But that's not exactly really what we're meant to be waking up to. It is asking us to wake up in terms of tshuva, to the nature of all of the laws which the Parsha this week and all the Parshas leading up to Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur are filled and filled with laws. So we have this, this binary, <laughs> this dual uh, problem. A 
On the one hand, we are asked again and again to make new, to see with the heart of magic, with the mind of magic. But we are asked to keep these laws again and again and again and again, the same law. <clears throat> some of them quite ritually oriented and some of them some of them that make sense in terms of just the rational mind, but some make no sense to the rational mind. Ah, and this is where I'm coming to the point of it. There is a way in which for an adult, <clears throat> because we have the mind of, uh, of cleverness, we have to incorporate the mind of wisdom as well as the mind of cleverness. And the mind of wisdom is being able to see a thing magically. And the mind of cleverness is the ability to hold down the job, keep the house in order, something I'm still working on, keeping our checkbook balance, something I'm tremendously working on. But it is both of those kinds of minds, the mind of magic and the mind of science, let's call it. <clears throat> to be able to deal with the world but also to be able to hear the angels singing in the trees. To be able to, each time we do a thing, to come to it and look inside it or be inside it and feel its newness and hence its mystery. <clears throat> and that is one of the great dilemmas and great difficulties for an adult because it is very hard to do with a repetitive act, especially a ritual repetitive act, and continue to see it in a fresh kind of a way, in a mysterious kind of a way, in a magical kind of a way. So the Torah is giving us all of these mitzvahs now coming into the High Holidays, partly to help us cultivate through a very strenuous practice the ability to do a mitzvah or the ritual kinds of laws, and to, in a manner of speaking, break them open and regroove the mind so that we are able to give over to it, which helps to open the mind to a mind of uh, to a mind of magic. And by doing both, then we are able to um, come to a place that is really understood to be wisdom in terms of the Torah tradition. Holding those two together, the mind of magic and the mind of <laughs> the pragmatic of science. So I wish us all a big blessing for a mind of magic and, and a, an easy parnasa for this coming year. Health, a lot of Torah, blessings and blessings. Thank you.